Hey guys, just wanted to come on um, and discuss something. Um, something that I was talking about with somebody in the green room um, the other night. And something that I think, especially in today's climate, in today's world, is super important. Um, it's definitely something I learned through, you know, um, alcohol and drug treatment. But I think it can, it should be used by everybody on a regular basis. And that thing is taking a regular self inventory. Um, I think in today's world, it's so easy to blame everybody else for your issues or, you know, say, oh, it's, you know, bigotry or it's this or it's that or, you know, everybody just kind of, you know, offended by everything. So it's like, you don't know what to say. But in the end, I think it's just a distraction from being able to look at yourself honestly, and that's the key word, honestly. So it's not only looking at the good things about yourself, but you have to also look at the things that you need to change. Um, I'll just put myself out there for an example, because you know I have no problem doing that. Um, I'm the type of person who, if I'm in a certain job, if I'm unhappy or something sets me off, it literally feels like my feet start walking out the door before my brain is even telling them to. Like, I just leave. I don't talk to anybody. I don't, like, that's it for me. Um, and it's something that I've been doing for years and years. So, you know, it's gotten me into really bad financial situations. And thank God, you know, with my work ethic, I've been able to get out of it. But it's something that, you know, doing the self-inventory, I'm very much aware that that's what I do. I don't just accept it and think it's okay. It's something that I'm like working on. I have gotten better with, um... But, you know, nobody's perfect. So it's not just one thing. It's several, you know, many, many, many things um, that I need to work on, you know. And really, we all do. Because, like I said, nobody's perfect. So I think that when we have our problem, excuse me, you know, it's quick. It's, it's easy to, like, blame somebody, you know, like that person made me mad or that person did this or that person did that. It's like, well, that person did something, but you're the one that's allowing yourself to feel a certain way about it. So you can't necessarily blame that person. You have to not say it's okay, but just accept that that person is the way that they are and that's it. You know, you can rarely change somebody. You can rarely, you know, this, you can't change anybody but yourself in the end. So that's why self-inventory is so important. And it's not easy and it's can get depressing and it can get to the point where you're like beating yourself up. But if you look at it the correct way and you just look at it as these are my faults, these are the things that I tend to do on a regular basis that are causing problems in my life, what steps can I take to fix it? What steps can I take to make sure I do it less 
or I eventually stop doing it altogether. You know, these are really important steps. Um, you know, with addiction, you know, they tend to say people, places, and things, right? So you have to keep yourself away from certain people, certain places, and certain things. You know, things that will, you know, make you closer to relapsing. You just have to cut all of that off. So, you know, typically when you come out of a detox or a treatment center, you lose, you know, you're supposed to anyway, lose all of those people, um, you know, delete their numbers from your phone, block them, all of that. But again, I think this is something that needs to be done in everyday life. Um, so if you're, you know, in a toxic relationship, you know, whether that means cutting that off or if it's just a bad habit where, you know, you, you can't get up, you know, on time to get to work or to school or whatever, set your alarm two hours early. You know, I was always the kind of person that would like set my alarm for the last possible minute jump up, jump in the shower, run out the door, you know, and I hated that feeling. So what I started doing was setting my alarm like two, two and a half hours early, waking up, chilling out, watching some TV, listening to some music, drinking my coffee, you know, just like slowly work yourself into the day. And it really helps because it's too easy you know, when you're running at top speed to go, oh, fuck it, I don't want to do that today. And then like just hopping back into bed and then like waiting to call in sick, you know, if you go into your day slowly, you'll still have those moments where you're like, oh, I want to call in, I want to do this, I want to do that. But then when you really think about it and you think, okay, well, then it's I'm losing this much money today and I'm doing this today and I'm doing, you know, then you normally go into making the right decisions. Um, and just how we talk to and treat other people. You know, um, I have a, a pretty gnarly temper. Um, you know, I can go off on somebody in two seconds. And that's not a good thing. You know, it's a good thing when the person's just an utter piece of shit, you know. But, you know, when it's family, friends, you know, people that you like, you know, you can lose out on really great friendships being like that, you know, and it's probably not even them that's bothering you. It's something else, but it's just the one thing that they say, you know, just, you know, tops it off and, you know, you're ready to go off. So, um, I think self inventory is really important. Um, whether you just do it, you know, in your mind and you think things through. Um, I find like when you first start doing it, like when I first started doing it in treatment, they would have us write it out. So it was like, you know, what things don't you like about yourself? You know, if you could change certain things, what would it be? And just write those things out. And then from there, you can start working on plans to change and it doesn't have to be overnight but it could be little changes you know and the more you practice you the better that you get at it and eventually you'll get to the point where that's no longer an issue for you you know and you can backslide but as long as you recognize it 
by continuing to do self-inventory. Like it's not a one-time process. It's something that you need to do on a regular basis. Um, knowing my crazy ass, I probably do it like once a day, you know. I'm always thinking about something that I want to change, something that I want, you know, that I want to get better at. Um, so that's really my message for today. Um, you know, if you have any questions, let me know. Um, my email is NikkiMental1130 at gmail.com. So that's N-I-K-K-I-M-E-N-T-A-L-1130 at gmail.com. And as usual, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Bye, guys. Take care. Hey, guys. Um, just wanted to bring up a quick topic. Um, there's a saying going around a lot. I know I say it a lot that common sense is no longer common. Um, and I'm finding that to be more and more true every day. And I think the basic reason behind that is because a lot of people, if not most people, lack the ability to critically think. Um, critical thinking is key to understanding what's going on with yourself, what's going on in your relationships, what's going on in the world, you know, anything that you can think of. You have to have the ability to critically think. And the way that I've learned to critically think is to take each and every situation um, or, you know, news or whatever it could be. Um, and, you know, there was also a saying that there's his side, her side and the truth. And that's only two sides. That's just not enough. When you look at different things, whether it's, you know, um, like in the previous podcast, taking self-inventory or looking at your relationships or looking, you know, at the news and seeing what's going on in the world, it's very important not to get stuck in this vacuum, um, especially with social media. It becomes very simple to just hear your, you know, your opinion, your thoughts, what you think. You know, that's how the algorithms work. That's why it's addictive. Um, but with everything, the way to critically think, the best way to do it is to try to look at every situation from every possible different angle. And that can go on and on forever. So, you know, don't drive yourself crazy, but always try to think of, you know, if it's a relationship, think about what the other person might be going through, their possible point of view, things that might have happened with them. Um, you know, when it comes to news, you know, you should never take anything at face value. You should always continue to do research on things and listen to opposing views, you know, and a lot of different opposing views because, just because it's the opposite doesn't mean that that's the only view, you know? Like, you have scientists all over the world who believe many different things. You have physicists, you have, I mean, and these are, 
scientists, these are doctors, these are, you know, I mean, you can even speak to lawyers who will look at things from many different directions. And that is critical thinking. Um, you know, you take something, you break it down and don't be afraid. Like if you're watching something on YouTube, watch the debunking, you know, watch the opposite view because you might learn something there that'll completely change your mind or somewhat change your mind about how you're viewing things, you know? I think we often, you know, it's easy. We all do it. I do it. We get stuck and we say, well, this is the way things are. You know, it has to be this way. And you get stuck. That's basically what it is. You're getting stuck. Um, until you start taking in other opinions, other facts, other, you know, I mean, even when, you know, the scientist comes up with these numbers and they... And they're talking about studies. Find out who is, you know, funding the study. Find out, you know, was it a blind study? You know, there's so many different ways to, to break down information. Just don't take things for face value. It's super dangerous. Um, and it just, you're not working your brain. Your brain is a muscle. It needs to be worked out. And if you're not thinking about, you know, a couple of different ways things could be happening, you're not working your brain muscle, you know, like I said before, you're getting stuck in that vacuum, you know, um, so I just really think that's important because, you know, I watch, you know, a lot of, you know, I watch a lot of YouTube and, most of the time I'm watching a video about one thing, but then I'll look for a video that's the opposite or, you know, oh, I'm debunking this and I'll watch it. It doesn't necessarily mean that I agree with it and I just go with it, but I put it all together and then I think about it and that's what critical thinking is. So, you know, whether it's a newspaper, you know, I mean, newspapers have to retract information all the time. You know, um, the news has to retract, but they do it in a very small way. They'll do it, you know, at the bottom of the page, you know, in tiny little writing, you know, it looks like a terms of service agreement. That's how small it is. You know, meanwhile, they got a major fact wrong. Um, so that's just my advice for the day. Um... You know, I think it's really important. That's why I wanted to bring it up because, you know, like the original saying that I said, you know, common sense doesn't seem that common anymore. And I think that's just because people are getting stuck, you know, the especially in America and I'm sure in other parts of the world, you know, the powers that be are trying to divide us. You know, it's a common war practice, divide and conquer. If people are divided, they're not going to stand up to their government. They're not going to stand up to the powers that be. So, you know, we need to, instead of fighting all the time, we need to look at our similarities and we need to work together to change the problems that are going on in the world. 
And if enough of us come together, I mean, how just one person on your own, you know, like there's things that you can do to help one, if not multiple people, you know. Um, so I just think that what used to be common sense is gone. You know, I really do feel like the world's flipped upside down. And I think that if people start to, you know, really think and use critical thinking skills more often, um, we would get a lot further than we are because we're just stuck and we're like kind of just floating in the wind instead of taking control of our lives and saying, you know, this is my goal. This is what I need to do. And being amiable to that, you know, like you're going to hit roadblocks. You're going to have people tell you you can't do something. You're going to have somebody stop you. So that's critical thinking goes into that as well, because you have to constantly figure out what else can I do? You know, if I lose my job, what other streams of income can I do? What can I monetize? You know, do I like, you know, making clothes? Do I like braiding hair? Do I like making candles? Do I like making soap? You know, you can turn anything nowadays into a business on, say, Shopify. You know, you open a DBA or an LLC. And, you know, of course, you have to be, you know, at least 18. But, you know, even younger people, you know, under 18, there's, there's little things that you can do, you know, like me and my cousin, when we were little, we would have garage sales, you know, and we get all the stuff we didn't want anymore. And we'd sell it, you know, and granted times are different then, but they really weren't. They were pedophiles everywhere. You know what I mean? Like people were getting kidnapped. It's not like this is a brand new thing. It just seems like it's more so because everybody has a camera and everybody can tape everything and, you know, there's social media so you get the news instantly versus, you know, you might not ever hear the news because it happened, uh, you know, in another state or another country. Um, so as much as things change, really they always kind of stay the same. Um, but we are coming to a precipice where each one of us is going to have to take a stand. And without the ability to critically think, you're just going to get stuck and you're going to freeze and you're not going to do anything. And it's going to be at your own peril. You know, I think a lot of people think that, you know, when the shit hits the fan, somebody's going to come save them. And that's not going to happen. So you have to start, you know, taking care of yourself, taking care of the people around you. You know, if you have extra clothes, donate them. Don't sell them through a thrift store. You know, take them down to like the local church or someplace that gives it out to, you know, for free. You know, but again, this is all critical thinking. It's thinking of different ways of doing things, different ways of thinking about things, you know. And if we all do that a little bit more, we're slowly going to change the world to be better for ourselves and the generations after us. So 
I won't ramble anymore. I went a little bit longer than I wanted to. Um, but as usual, take care, take care of yourselves first and take care of each other and really start to get into that critical thinking. All right, guys, take care. Hey, everybody. Um, not sure whether to say happy holidays. Um, but I do want to share, um, given that is the holiday season, um, a very good article I saw in Psychology Today, and it's written by Deborah Serrani. Um, and it's basically the title is Moving Through the Holidays with Depression. And I thought it was an excellent article, so I just wanted to go through some of the key points of it. Um, so that if you're dealing with depression, anxiety through the holidays, um, you know, it might give you some ideas, um, how to deal with it. Um, it does start off with a very disturbing, um, statistic, basically, um, from the National Alliance on Mental Illness. They report 64% of people with mental illnesses report the holidays make their conditions worst. Um, I know it does for myself. Um, it just reminds me a lot of family that I've lost over the years. Um, but I do follow um, some of her recommendations and it does help me. So I'm hoping maybe if you're going through a hard time, um, it will help you as well. Um, so basically it starts off with um, being very mindful of how you're feeling. So if you're not feeling in the holiday spirit and, you know, you don't feel like celebrating, most important thing is, is to remember you're not alone. Um, it's seemingly, you know, especially with COVID, but even before COVID, um, year after year, um, I'm noticing less friendliness, less, you know, holiday spirit, um, around the holidays. Um, so I think a lot of people, you know, um, you know, because it's saying the statistic is 64% of people with mental illness, but that's not accounting for the people who are undiagnosed or, you know, maybe don't really have depression. It might be more like a seasonal depression where it only happens around the holidays. Um, but one of the most important things is to be mindful of how you're feeling and just knowing that it's okay and that there are other people who are going through the same thing. Um, for those of you with Green Room, um, I will be having the room open as much as I can. That way, if anybody's going through something and they need to talk, I will be there for you. Um, and hopefully, you know, we can get some others to join us. Um, but, you know, the most important thing is to, you know, know that it's okay that if things feel chaotic or like anticlimactic, you know, it's like, you know, people feel like, you know, oh, Christmas has to be this big deal and, you know, New Year's Eve has to be a big deal. No, it doesn't. Half the time the last couple of years, I'm asleep before the ball drops. I could care less. It's just, you know, changing the calendar for me at this point, you know. So 
just know, you know, however you're feeling, you don't need to feel bad about it. You know, it's more normal now than ever. Um, so, you know, don't feel bad about it at all. Um, you know, and, you know, having depression can make it difficult to feel joy even when you're around other people who are, you know, happy and, you know, then you feel more alone. Um, I think a lot of people tend to hide their emotions around the holidays. Um, so when they, you know, when they're acting really happy and that everything's okay, don't just assume that that's really how they're feeling. You know, like, yes, they may be happy in the moment, but they also have things going on in their lives and their families and their friends that, you know, they're thinking about too. Um, you know, some people are just able to mask it better than others. Um, you know, if you're around family where there's conflict, that can be another issue. Um, I dealt with that for years and years. Um, my advice is to just try to separate from yourself from that person as much as you can. Go talk to other people, keep yourself busy, that type of thing. Um, now, for me, I have my mother, um, but some people have nobody and they're alone, and that's okay too. Um, you know, there's plenty of different things you can do during the day. You know, just practice self-care, you know. Um, take that, you know, candlelit bubble bath if you want to, you know. Read a book that you, you know, have on the shelf that you've been trying to get to all year and haven't been able to. You know, watch a movie that's going to put you in a good mood or, you know, if you're like me and you like horror and sci-fi, watch horror and sci-fi, you know, whatever it is that you like to do, you know. If you want to get out of the house, you know, a lot of, you know, soup kitchen, churches, things like that, um, you know, they're always looking for volunteers. So that's something that you could always do. Um, if you have, you know, perhaps another friend who's alone, you know, hook up with them and do something. Um, or even, you know, do a puzzle or, you know, think of, you know, maybe a hobby that you haven't, you know, started. You know, I think we all go throughout the year and we say, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and we don't do it. You know, if you're alone, you know, for the holidays, make that your time to say, okay, I'm going to jump in full force and I'm going to start doing this. Um, another important thing is to set limits. Um, if it's, you know, if you're around a lot of people and you need quiet time, it's nothing wrong with walking away, going outside, maybe taking a walk, you know, get away for a little while, get some fresh air, you know, you have to set up your own boundaries, you know, and don't be scared to tell people that you can't do something or you don't want to do something. You know, if it's running to the store, picking up a relative, getting wrapping paper, doing this, doing that, that can be very overwhelming, you know, during this time of year. And if you feel like you just can't do it, just explain, I'm sorry, I can't do that right now. And that should be the end of it. You know, the, 
the person can either do it themselves, they can DoorDash, DoorDash will literally go to the store and buy whatever they want for them, you know, like, there's so many ways now with technology to get things that we need, so that it doesn't have to be put on certain people. Um, and, you know, if you're still feeling bad throughout the day, give yourself, you know, excuse me, thank goodness, you know, this year Christmas is on a Saturday. So if you need another day just to unwind, relax, get it all out of your head, take the Sunday, you know, go for a walk, go to the local park. If you live by water, go down to the water, you know, get into nature a little bit, you know, hear the animals. It's so relaxing, you know, get away from all the noise, all the, you know, chit chat and just, you know, get some quiet time for yourself. It really does help. Um, and really, you know, if you want to look at the article, like I said, um, you can look it up. It's in Psychology Today. And the name of the article is Moving Through the Holidays with Depression. And again, it's by a Dr. Deborah Serrani, S-E-R-A-N-I. I highly recommend the article. I thought it was well written. Um, and I think she had some really good tips. So, um, other than that, I don't really, you know, the way that I deal with it myself for the holidays is, you know, I hang out with my mom a little bit, you know, we'll watch movies, you know, bullshit, whatever, you know, she cooks dinner, we eat, but it's just kind of like another day to us. We don't look at it as, you know, some crazy holiday where, you know, everybody has to exchange a thousand presents, you know, like financially, we can't do that. And that's okay. You know, like, we get each other, you know, what we can, and that's it. So, it's just learning to take the pressure off of yourself and learning that you don't have to be necessarily what, you know, commercials and, you know, the stores are like telling you how to feel, you know, with the Christmas songs and, you know, you're supposed to just be, you know, with the Christmas hat and La La Land, you know, I think those days are ending, you know, um, you know, it's great for, for kids, but when you're on your own, you know, and, you know, if you're alone, especially, it can be a really, really hard day, as well as New Year's, because people pump up New Year's, but again, it's just another day, you know, the way I look at New Year's is I get to put up my brand new calendar, I'm a calendar freak, so it's like, good, you know, before I fall asleep, December 31st, I get to put up my new calendar for January, you know, so it could just be something so simple and small like that, that just makes you feel better. Um, but again, like I said, I'm gonna have the green room open. So if you need to talk, you know, you're feeling lonely, and you just need somebody to talk to, you know, I'm going to be here as much as I can. I'm going to leave the room open. 
Um, if you have my Discord, you can definitely message me through there um, if I'm not, like, in the room for some reason. But I am going to be keeping it up, um, you know, probably a lot of today and tomorrow. Um, so, as usual, take care of yourselves first, and then please take care of each other. All right, guys, take care. Talk to you soon.